Welcome to the Chicago Golf Tour Podcast, sponsored by Sub70 Golf. Sub70 Golf is the number one direct-to-consumer golf equipment company based out of Sycamore, Illinois. By cutting out middlemen and unnecessary overhead, Sub70 products are roughly half the cost of other OEMs. Everything is custom-built, and they typically have one- to two-week turnaround times. With a full equipment line from driver through putter and options for everyone, go check out Sub70 Golf at GolfSub70.com. All right, folks. Welcome back to another edition. As always, the big man on the ones and twos. How are we doing, Big Rob? Good. How are yourself, Tom? Good, good. How are we feeling? How's the back? Good. I went to uh, see a doctor today um, and uh, got a little treatment going and uh, starting to feel more like myself. Uh, you know, I told her what how I did and what happened. And, you know, I, my question was like, obviously, I'm worried about when I play again, is it going to happen as easily? So she was very, uh, she was great. She was like, no, no, we're just going to put a program together and, you know, stretches and whatnot to do. And, you know, you'll be back stronger. So I felt good. good. The, that's good to hear. Oh, I, yeah. I should probably do that. I should probably follow your plan. Um, well, it, I was laughing because I was, I had a, uh, a client meeting today on site and, I was telling my boss because uh, they're playing, I think, Midlothian next week and then uh, something else. And he said, you want to go golfing? And I'm like, I, I can't. I said, not right now. He started laughing. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, even my partner texted me yesterday for uh, my indoor league just to see how I felt. I didn't know if he was being sincere to see how I actually felt or if he's trying to feel it out if he has to find a new partner. Oh, yeah. So I was like, yeah. When's the indoor league start? I think he opens his doors November 1st, but I don't think the first round has to be until that Thanksgiving week. So we got some time. Oh, really? Yeah. Speaking of Rob, I hit about 30 balls last night. And I know I was, I was, uh, I was walking in the, into the doctor's office when you sent me that text this morning and I was dying laughing about your side hurt. Oh my God. It felt like the first round of spring, like where your left side is just like. Sure. More from stretching. Yep. Yeah. And like, I didn't even go nuts last night. I was, what were you hitting? I was hitting a seven iron at like probably 75%. Really? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I wasn't trying to overdo it, but I just wanted to see what would happen. So did did you feel any tightness in your back? Uh, A little bit, but like, it was mostly, I, I like, I was just really kind of, walking on eggshells like i was barely even like turning through the ball sure. you know I mean? yeah right it was kind of like an all arm swing which is probably the worst thing you could do for <laughs> back but right. i was just i was just afraid to get into it um, sure baby steps man yeah but it is feeling better um i've been doing a lot of shit around here so i think that's helped uh, kind of just loosen it up keep it warm but yeah i think you know i hopefully we'll see what happens but I'm hoping for like, you know, mid November to start swinging a club. Sure. So, you know, let's cross our fingers. Both you and I are, you know, back to healthy come, you know, December. I know. See, uh, it was funny, like, you know, the pre, uh, um, whatever you want to call it, like the pre-testing, she's like, let's just see how far you can stretch. And I'm like, it's going to be embarrassing. You don't want to see how, if I can, you know, how far I can reach for my toes and everything. And right. she's like, I'm like, even before my back, you know, I was just terrible. I never stretched. So um, that's going to be a major change for the season for sure. Oh, yeah. Did you catch any of the CJ Cup? 
Um, I just saw the whole, obviously, social media laid up on the couch again, but um, and the kids had a friend's birthday party, so it was out there. So I was just checking on the phone, found it, seeing Rory get to number one again. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, I caught his last, like, probably five holes on Sunday. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, got a little got a little nervous there for him on 18. Did you? Yeah, I mean, so 18, he had, <clears throat> what, a two or three shot going into 18? I think three shot. Yeah, three shot going into 18. And then Kitayama had a putt, you know, like a 20, 20 25 footer to tie it on 18. Mm-hmm. Rory kind of, he shit the bet. Um, he hit it into the shit, and then he hit it into more shit around the green. And then his first putt on the green, he blew it by, by like 12 feet. So it was, 18 was full of, you know, full of drama. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he sealed the deal. Uh, it's pretty cool to see him back at, you know, world number one. I still, yeah. <clears throat> I still think, you know, without the whole live situation, you know, this past year for Rory probably would have never happened to be honest. I think it fired him up. Oh, you're thinking, oh, I got what you're saying. Let the fire in his ass. I got it. Yeah, yeah. No, I think so too. Um, it's, it, I love Rory too. And I think it's great to see him at number one. Um, the course looked awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> course looked super nice. Um, I heard it's, it's finally going back. Last year, I think it was in Vegas. They moved it over here because of COVID, obviously. Right. Yep. I think the CJ Cup was in Vegas last year. And then this year is in uh, South Carolina. Yeah, the course looked ridiculous. Yeah. Super nice. Um, the PGA Tour is it's better when Rory is playing well and winning. Sure. It's, you know, it's so much more fun to watch uh, for whatever reason. I don't know if he just, like, lights the fire on everybody's ass, but it always seems like when he's playing well, you know, the ROMs come out, the JTs come out, everybody's game just gets a little bit hype, a little bit, you know, it feels like, you know, guys are actually going after each other, which I love to see. Mm-hmm. So good for Rory. I'm happy he's back. Uh, today is Thursday, Rob. So the Bermuda is already underway. Yeah. Although again, T has sent us picks. Uh, we're not going to be able to get those out. We are getting back to our normal schedule uh, come Tuesday. Yep. So, you know, the normal, normal release will be out on Wednesdays. You know, we apologize. Things have been a little crazy lately, uh, but we look forward to getting back to, the regular scheduled program route. Yeah. And then get with these picks. Cause I, I do like following that for sure. Right. So we're going to jump in. Uh, Rob and I've had some time to meet. We discussed, you know, the 2022 season, um, potential changes for 23. We went over a lot. I think we spent you know, quite a few hours on it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it was good though. Yeah, we got a lot. No, I think I think whatever everything we talked about is, as we always say, is going to benefit the next year. So um, the changes that are going to be made, I think, are going to make quite a few people happy, Um, and I think it's going to make it um, a better playing field and more enjoyable. So I'm excited for 2023 already. Right. Yeah. In in to be honest, and to be transparent, I don't know if we've ever dove this deep into like the feedback slash 
potential changes before. We've sure we've always had like something that is has come up during the the season. Yeah, we'll side text each other and be like, yeah, we should probably talk about this at the end of the year. Sure, that that happens, but I'm just saying in terms of of what we went over, you know, the last week week and a half. I mean, it's been pretty drawn out. Like, there's a lot of shit. Yeah, I mean, if we're not evolving and not, you know, putting more into it, then there's really there's no point. Like, we want to make this better, so we right. need to, uh, you know, improve. So right. we are. All right. So let's jump right in. And tonight we're solely going to be talking about kind of the scheduling, not necessarily the schedule, the scheduling. Um, and then obviously, like we mentioned before, we're kind of, we're kind of going to draw this thing out over a course of however many episodes and, and slowly re- release, you know, uh, what we're changing that way we can get, you know, ink to paper and kind of confirm it, um, before we end up, you know, just spewing out, um, uh, false. We want to get the boys buzzing. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. We want, I mean, it's starting to get cold. I mean, even though it's supposed to be like 70 again, I think next week, yeah. but like, you know, eventually we're all going to be moved indoors golfing and, you know, we're going to have to, you know, scratch that itch and keep it going and get people still excited and keep people excited. So we just want people buzzing. We want to hear what you think. So this is, this is what we're doing. Correct. So let's start with registration, uh, Rob, and that is the deadline. There is going to be a deadline this year. Um, I'm not sure why we went away from the deadline last year, but it was, it was chaos. Um, it just makes our life a little bit harder and, and we've talked about it. We don't think it's necessarily worth it for, you know, the handful of guys that end up joining after the deadline, you know, a deadline is a deadline for a reason, Rob. Um, yeah. you know, especially when we open up registration, probably a month and a half, if not at least a month before. Right. Well, it's also too with some of the changes that we'll talk about down the road. We need to have a deadline. So, correct. This well, this is correct as well. Um, but just in terms of an admin perspective, it just it makes things a lot easier for everybody, even LBK. Uh, in terms of our communication emails, our login emails, our welcome emails, all that, like it's much more streamlined. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot easier. So it's a little thing, but there will be a deadline. So March 1st, I'm assuming we're probably going to open up registration, um, if not sooner, but March 1st, probably. And then, yeah, April, April 8th will be the deadline. So something simple, but needed to happen. That's the first one off our list, Rob. And then yep. we're going to go to a little bit, this it, things get a little bit more exciting, Rob. So our typical standard, schedule uh, events for the year. Obviously we have 12 events, six regular events, four majors, a playoff and a championship. That is changing around. We are yes. five events, four majors, two playoffs and one championship. And we're most likely going to put all of the majors in the odd events and have them every two weeks. So you would have two regular season openers back to back. And then from there on the majors would start. So the majors would be the third event, the fifth, seventh, ninth, and then you have playoff playoff championship. Yep. So we're looking forward to that. 
the reasoning behind it, um, there's a couple reasons. So it, it allows for things to be a little bit more manageable on championship day for, for Rob and I. Um, it also, it does kind of protect the field, Rob. Yeah, for sure. You get a guy, obviously people get hot, Rob. It happens, especially with the size of, you know, some of our tours. So you get a guy that comes out, play to his handicap in the ninth event, play to his handicap, if not better in the 10th event, play to his handicap, if not better in the 11th event, something might be up, Rob. It's protecting the field. Um, it's allowing for the, the best possible golf to be played at the end of the year with the best possible field. Yep. Um, so that's, that's the other, that's, I would consider that a major change. Yeah, I would, you know, we're, we're having two playoffs, so I would, I would have to agree. I think the cool part is, think about that, the ninth event is a major. So, you know, more points, you know, more, uh, more at stake to shoot good at the last, in a, in, a, in a major to make it into the playoff. Right. And potentially, you know, flight, flight points. Sure. Yep, exactly. A lot of stake, a lot at stake there. Um, Another minor one, and then we'll wrap it up. Whoa, whoa, wait! We're giving away another one. Oh yeah. Okay. Small. Is it is, is it your uh, surprise outside schedule thing, or is this something completely different? No, it's completely different. It it more so goes into you know what it is. It it more so goes into the first two events of the year, Rob. Oh yeah, I got you. Here we go. So obviously this was a big deal on Slack early in the year. Um, Rob and I, this has gone from, we talked about this in year one because we wanted to do something for it. It's just way too hard. Um, Unless everybody's on the same schedule, it just wouldn't work out. And now that we have Slack, we thought there was a a way we'd still be able to shoot out a message for that. Um, and I, and we're talking about the first two events and we're talking about essentially clean in place. So what we decided is the easiest thing to do is to just say the first two events and the first two events only yep. are, are clean in place. Both clean in place. Yep. Because they are in, um, April. So obviously, you know, the weather in April is super dicey, um, we get asked all the time about it every year. It's probably the biggest thing that's brought up in the yeah. first two events. Um, so we think by just solidifying first two events, lift clean place, that's it. Everybody knows that's the rules for just those two events. And then we go back, to, right. you know, playing it down for the rest of the season. So yeah. I think a lot of people are going to be happy about that. Rob. Yeah. It does make sense. Um, well, I mean, it, it, yeah, I mean, it's just so soggy. And at that time of year, mud balls are, are given when, you're, when we're golfing. So Correct, correct. It was just very difficult to kind of do that prior to because we are very unique and guys play on different days. So we couldn't just have lift clean in place on certain days. And you could argue, well, they do in PGA tournaments, but we also play over a two-week period. So it's just it was always hard to just throw it out there and then, you know, not have somebody see it and, and then say, well, I played on this day. It was raining and I didn't know about that rule. So 
Now, there's just a lot that, you know, we've talked about in the past that could come back and we didn't want to really deal with it. But now we think that it makes sense to just say the first two events, live clean in place. There you go, Rob. What, uh, what are your initial thoughts? Um, I'm excited about the schedule. Um, I think the two playoffs is great. More people will get into the first playoff, right. Um, than usual. And it's cool because everybody has a fighting chance. Um, and then, you know, playoff and championship, like we always talk about are different. That's a different animal, right? You're, you're more nervous. You're more, it's more competitive. It's, you know, you're really more focused on it. And that's what I enjoy about this, right. Is like getting those nerves back. Um, you know, again, as I always say, it's awesome meeting new people. And I think throwing in something, throwing in an extra level layer to protect the field is a great idea. Right. So I don't know if I've been this fired up for a season since basically year one. It's exciting. I mean, between now and when the season starts, it's going to be here before you know it. So absolutely. Uh, We're going to jump right into the top three route. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. With Halloween around the corner. (laughs) I want to know your top three Halloween movies. As far as like Halloween's and whatever, Freddy Krueger, all that shit. I'm not into it. I, I don't. I, fuck that. No, thank you. You don't like to live, huh? Huh? You don't like to live, huh? Live on the edge? No, no. Fuck, give me, no. So, top three Halloween movies. Um, like, I know my number one, and it's my favorite movie of all time anyways, but... Um, what? You just said fuck Halloween, but a Halloween movie is your number one Halloween movie of all time? Right. When I tell you, you'll know why. You'll figure out why. But what I, what I say it is, um, three. Okay, I mean, do you consider Ghostbusters a Halloween movie? Sure. <laughs> uh, I'll go Ghostbusters in the number three hole. Number two, um, I guess I, I'm big in animation, so like uh, Paranorman or Corpse Bride. So I'm sure I'm going to get a bunch of shit for that. I'm sure I'm going to get a ton of shit for my number one movie, but my favorite movie and it's great because the movie can go from Christmas, from Halloween all the way through Christmas. Like the kids start watching it when I start watching it in October and we watch it all the way through Christmas and Katie wants to kill me. Um, is uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. That's your favorite movie of all time. Favorite movie of all time. So on an opening night when I was 10, my aunt took me and my sister. Been my favorite movie ever since. The collectibles I have and everything for it, favorite movie of all time. And I love that my kids love it. So that's, and it, it's a Halloween movie. Do you think potentially this is your hottest take of all time? Oh, uh, could be. I, well, first of all, I, I went to school for drawing, a designer. I'm an, I'm an artist. So I'm, I'm a huge Tim Burton fan. Edward Scissorhands, which I guess is a Halloween movie. Beetlejuice. Oh, shit. So there you go. There's a ton. I'm a big Tim Burton fan. Like, give me that stuff. I'm fine with that. As in like Halloween, it, all that stuff. Get that away from me. So, but yeah, the the night before Christmas is my favorite Halloween slash movie of all time. That what a wild turn that just took. That yeah. was the last thing I expected. I I can't wait to hear these comments. I'm probably gonna get <laughs> <laughs> but it is what it is. Hey, I like what I like. I'm not afraid to admit it. Hey. Love the nightmare before Christmas. I mean, don't get me wrong. Great movie. It was just a wild twist. Um, because I thought you were just like, I don't watch scary movies. I hate Halloween. Um. And then the nightmare before Christmas, we were actually going to watch it the other night. We should 
we should probably do that. You should. Day. And they just came out with a sing-along version. Just a heads up for Lily. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I might have to call you and, and you could teach Lily all the words because I'm sure you I'm sure you know them all. I could. We're not going to go there, but I could. Well, go ahead. Uh, three hole. That you might remember this one. It's old school. Uh, not necessarily like a Halloween movie, more of a horror movie. So you could tell me I could have it or not, but I'm going with people under the stairs. Oh God, I hated that shit. I remember seeing that trailer what a great when movie. I was a kid. Oh, I've never seen it, but I remember, oh, the phenomenal kid. movie. My dad was such a Stephen King fan. Oh. And like, oh, dude. Oh, great boy. Um, number two is kind of just like a whatever, because it was so, it was more funny than <laughs> scary, but scary movie. Come on, get out of here. The scary movie was, was <laughs> awesome. It was hilarious. Um, and then number one, I'm going old school. You probably hate it, but Jason. I mean, really? yeah, the mask, just everything about like the mask. And the Were you that kid that growing up on, no. on the South Side, you, you had that mask for Halloween? No, but I was just about to say like, even today, it's like the videos that come out around Halloween of just like some creep walking down the street. Just, <laughs> yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you that. Yeah. Like I, I love the ones what's, what, I saw the one last week where he starts just dancing in front of the kid or something like that. Yeah. They're just, I don't know. Yeah. I find them funny. Thank you for that top three. I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know how to feel about it oh. now that it's over, but it's, it's definitely a good one. I thought you were going to go like favorite Halloween candy or something like that, but get me with the uh, Halloween movies. Speaking of Halloween, what's Lily going as this year? I think she's just a pumpkin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, are you guys, do you guys dress up too? Well, so, um, long story short, we did last year, but like, you know, it, it was her first Halloween. So, like, obviously, moms get a little crazy. Sure. Um, so she kind of went out, went all out last year and then total 180 this year. She just like grabbed a pumpkin costume, like off the rack at the dollar store. <laughs> this is what she's going to be this year. I'm like, wow, what a, what a change in pace that was. Um, she was snow white. I think she had three costumes last year. Like it was. And now she's just a pumpkin. Yeah. Now she's just a pumpkin. <laughs> like, you dressed up as Charlie Brown. Nah, I'll probably. Uh, yeah, I'll probably, uh, I don't know. I'll probably just be dad. <laughs> right. Pull the wagon, drink a coffee. Um, no, I just always used to do just put the Superman t-shirt underneath and then just be like, oh, I'm just Superman. It's a good one. Yeah. You could always just throw a, a bed sheet over me and I'm a ghost. <laughs> sure. It's yeah, an easy one. All right, big wrap. Well, we'll see you next week. Have a good Halloween. Until then, we'll see you in the fairway, big guy. See you in a fairway time. Good day.